0: Attention, if you haven't watched part one, go ahead and listen to it right now. Otherwise, you won't understand shit that's going on right now. So with that being said, Taz, cue the intro. Welcome
1: everybody back to another episode of Urbaneton with Angel and Taz, the show where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the reggaeton, urbano, and Latin trap community. I just want to start with a quick news piece, like something simple, something short. And that is that the, El Negrito de Ojos Claros is finally back. Osuna just dropped, actually, a new song called Caramelo at the time of recording. And I'm not even going to lie. Oh, it's really good. I don't know, Angel, have you listened to it?
0: I did. It's, it's actually really catchy. I like it. It's old school. I love it.
1: I love I think it gives me, like, um, ad, you, you know the song Adicto? Uh-huh. With him and Osuna? Yeah. It, it kind of gives me those type of vibes. But I think I know why. It's because Tiny produced both. Ah. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing that's most likely why I'm getting, like, those types of vibes. Mm-hmm. But I'm really happy he finally dropped something good because I'm not going to lie, he's been dropping some really shit music lately. Yeah. If we're being honest, like, his other singles, like, Mamacita with, like, the Black Eyed Peas and Cien Preguntas, like, I don't know. I, I just thought it was shit. And he wasn't an amazing album either. No, it wasn't. If he keeps releasing more tracks that we saw, like, with Caramelo, mm-hmm. then hopefully he can go back to at least replicate some of the success he had with odisea and even aura so i hope you know this is the beginning of
0: something new for osuna which is great where did we leave off so we left off with the impact of loca and how it had such a huge impact in the trap that argentina seen, right so now i think it's only right that we go ahead and start talking about all the rest of the artists that are leaving the way exactly yep so what we're gonna do today guys is we're gonna basically give you
1: um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like, a, when I think of this, it's like a, like a trading card. You guys ever like traded Pokemon cards or like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you know, as kids mm-hmm. or as adults, I don't know what you do in your spare time, but right. if you do, you know, it's, we're going to give you stats basically. So some of those things we're going to share with you are the full name of the artist, mm-hmm. obviously their stage name, where they're from in Argentina, their birthday, um, as well as a quick, like some background info about them. Uh, there's Spotify monthly listeners, Instagram followers, uh, and style of music. So, like, what like, what kind of style Like, are, are these artists, like, bringing to the table? Because even though they're all part of the trap scene, they have different, you know, styles of music. They, they're they not all, like, singing or rapping, like, the same things. So we're going to definitely give you more information when it comes to that. So, Angel, why don't you start by introducing us to our first artist that's leading the wave in Argentina.
0: So the first artist that is actually leading the way right now um. It's Paulo Londra, okay? So his full name is Paulo Ezequiel Londra um, Farias, and he is 22 years old currently. He was born April 12, 1998, in the city of Cordoba, Argentina, okay? Um, Currently, right now, Instagram he's holding around 6.6 million followers. Go ahead and check out his Spotify account, guys, because he has 9.9 million monthly listeners, which that is really impressive, if you ask me, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that's really impressive as well, yep. He has one album so far, one studio album, which is called Home Run. Um, So basically, Quinto Escalon, graduate, as we like to say, uh, started rapping when he was about 14 years old. He got his inspiration to start rapping actually from watching the movie, you know, Eminem's movie Eight Mile. Okay. So that was pretty cool, right? I really love that movie. Um, But at one point, he even considered going to law school. So that's really interesting. It's a huge turn that he took. Um, So, he signed Big Ligas, a.k.a. a subprint of Warner Music Latino. Um, Big Ligas is owned by Ovi uh, Ovi on the Drums. Uh, uh, Ovi on the Drums. Exactly. Um, But currently, they're going through a legal battle that we really can't get into detail about it. Um, But Billboard did a great article on it, so go check that one out. So, his style of singing is basically R&B with uh, rap here and there, okay?
2: Um, I would agree. Right.
0: right, He has a different flow, right? Yeah. I would say...
1: Here's the thing with Paulo, mm-hmm. he is a great singer, mm-hmm. great R&B singer, and he but he's also a great rapper. Right. But the thing is, he he doesn't rap like a lot in his music, which I find really weird. Mm-hmm. I know me personally, you know, I love trap, and I love like a good artist who can rap. So me personally, I would like him to rap more in his songs, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's not a bad singer at all. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. I actually really like his music porque no es de reggaeton tampoco trap. You know, yeah. it's very. Um, R&B, like, mm-hmm. I think you also mentioned a while ago, it's like indie music.
1: Indie. Yeah, of, I would indie. I would say it's kind of, it, it definitely gives you some indie vibes for sure. Right. I would agree with that.
0: Which I really, I appreciate his music a lot. I think it's different from any other artist. Oh, it's that's totally on list. different. Of so course. Go, go I don't think, out.
1: the thing with Paolo is that I don't think anyone on this list really is like him. No. Not out of all the artists we're going to name, I think Paolo is one of the more unique ones. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, they don't follow like, I guess, traditional um you music standards mm-hmm. you know they're not all the way trapped they're not all the way you know melodic singers they're not all the way uh indie art it's it's kind of like he fuses everything together to right. create like one really good product
0: right um go ahead to taz tell us his five songs so far
1: we're not necessarily saying that like these are their you know their best songs But to us, these are, like, the songs that we enjoy from them the most. Right. Okay, so take, like, every opinion, obviously, we have with a grain of salt. So the first song that we picked was Party with uh, A Boogie with the Hoodie, which Mm -hmm. I really like this song. And basically, isn't it, like, from Backstreet Boys, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They they basically, like, sample, like, Backstreet Boys. Their music. Yeah, it's really dope. I actually really like that one, Nena Maldicion, another one with uh, Lenny Tavares. Mm-hmm. That's a good one as well. Uh, number three, Solo Pienso with Della Ghetto and Justin Quiles, which is also a great song as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tal Vez, I think that one's probably my favorite, personal favorite. I don't know about you, Angel.
0: Yeah, I really like that one a lot. Yeah. It's a really good song.
1: It is. It's, he's just like, I think he, there he really shows off his R&B, like mm-hmm. melodic flow, in my opinion. And then number five, Condenado Palmion. Which, for those of you who really like trap, I would recommend this one a lot because he has, like, an insane flow. And repeats the word boom shakalaka, like, <laughs> 15 times. Who doesn't love that shit? Alright, so number two is none other than Dookie or Duco. If you guys haven't listened to his music, like, expect to hear the word Duco all the time. His real name is Dookie, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess Duco works, so. I love that. I like it, dude. Duki's awesome. So his full name is Mauro Isiquio Lombrado. Age 24, he was born June 24th, 1996, in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Currently, Duco holds 4.9 million Instagram followers and 6.9 monthly listeners on Spotify, making him and Paulo one of the most prolific uh, Argentinian traperos in the scene right now. Yep. So, then some background info on Duki is that he actually dropped out of high school after seeing a rap battle in his neighborhood in 2012. And he is also another graduate from El Quinto Escalon. So we're we're kind of seeing the impact of what El Quinto Escalón left in Argentina with these artists coming out from there. Mm-hmm. Even Duki won the competition in twenty sixteen, so he's I think up high in terms of like you know graduates for this uh, competition. So he's considered one of the most popular traperos in Argentina and a real game changer in the movement. R- really, Duki is the the front runner in terms of trap. Mm-hmm. Even though Paulo is, I would say like. A little bit more mainstream right it's really dookie who's taking this the trap and putting it on his back because dookie is you know his style of music it's it's straight trap right hard you know trap lyrics you know explicit lyrics talking about you know you know sex you know drug use you know the kind of you know trap lyrics we hear in, you know American and Puerto Rican trap as well hmm so that's the kind of vibe like I'm getting from dookie he's he's the guy if you guys want to listen to some hard traps good flow you know, Dookie's your guy. All right, Angel, why don't you tell us the top 5 songs that we picked to represent Dookie?
0: Yeah. Um so top 5 songs again um another thing, one of his albums that he did come out with is Only Current Standing Studio Album Super Sangre Joven. Yeah. Translates to, you know, the the young blood, right? So again, not in any specific order, just in songs that we like that we pulled out. Um so with that being said, coming in at number 1 is Goteo. Um, number two, She Don't Give Up Fault, which is yep. actually one of his top songs that he came out single-wise is, that yep. really got him out there.
1: And it's with Kea as well, but we'll touch more about Kea in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Really great song.
0: Um, Hello Koto, también, is another song that pretty, it's a pretty good song that got him up there. Yeah, if
1: you're looking for a, for a song... That delivers straight fucking bars for three minutes. Listen to that shit because right. it blew my fucking dick away when I listened to it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
0: Yeah, dude, that's that like, I see why it put him up there. I mean, it really showed his the way he can flow and deliver.
1: Dude, he it was insane, man. Like, I I don't think I've ever heard, you can compare it to like J.I.D. Mm-hmm. You guys listen to rap, you know, J, he's
0: got like a flow like J.I.D. Right. Number four was Rockstar. Um, also, great song. Number five, w- you know, one song that I really liked because it's so goddamn catchy oh my is God. Yellow, Yellow with obi One Shot. Um, en dude. el cuello tengo H-I-E-L-O.
1: A-L-O. Mami, me siento como Q U A V O. You guys got to listen to that shit. So it catchy. is so catchy. Yes, Angel. Angel's right on that. Oh, God. I love that. obi One Shot's it. good, too. We'll have, like, a list at the end of, like, honorable artists that we didn't get to cover fully. And who knows, maybe Obi-Wan shot makes the list. So, artist number three is none other than Kea. All right, full name, Ivo Alfredo Tomás Cerú, age 20, born April 13th of 2000, and is also from Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. Currently, Kea holds 2.6 million Instagram followers and 6 million monthly listeners, which is not far off from Duki. So, a little bit of background about Kea. He went viral with tracks such as Loca and Verte, and was even contacted by Black Bear to do a remix for his smash hit, Hot Girl Bummer. If you guys that haven't is, listened to that...
0: That's a fucking banger, dude. Like, we were at a... We went to... Yeah, a, we were a at a bar, bar the two, other night. Right, the other night, mm-hmm. two days ago. Literally, they put this song on. If you guys haven't heard this song already, Hot Girl Bummer, it, it's a good song, right? By Black Bear. Yeah. I was hearing it. I did not expect it to be the Spanish gay remix, because, I mean, keep in mind... I wasn't expecting it Ray, at Right, we're yeah. in an... I mean, we're in an area where there's a lot of Americans there, right? Yeah. Um, and then... You know, we were just joking around. We started singing the, uh, you know, jazz verse mm-hmm. as soon as it started. And then Taz goes, Wait, I think they're actually playing this one. And yeah, we're like, Dude, I did not expect it. that shit. Yeah, so that was really surprising. It was really cool. Go listen to that song. I, I love that song a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a, it, honestly, it's an amazing song. It really is. So then, Gaea began writing actually tango lyrics when he was 11. And at the age of 14, he had heard um, some reggaeton songs from Daddy Yankee and Don Omar. And from there, he started writing reggaeton songs. So he was actually the first Argentinian trapero to hit 100 million views on YouTube, which is an amazing goal. You know, hundred like getting a million views, l- l- let, alone let alone 100 on. million, right. you know, that's an amazing accomplishment. So then after that, he gave up on his dreams to become a soccer player and instead chose to do music. So at the time, Kea does not have any albums, but he has recently just come out with a mixtape called Trapicheo. And if you guys have not listened to Trapicheo, let me tell you, it is I think one of the best mixtapes I've ever heard in my life. That's how good it is. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think, Angel? It is. I really enjoyed the mixtape. He's got such a good mix of songs on there. Man, even some of these songs can make it into a studio album if you wanted to. Yeah. I really like it. I liked it, it a lot. It's a
1: good length. It's only thirty minutes,
0: guys. So it's uh-huh. like you're
1: listening to it won't take you, you know, a lot of time. Right. Know, some albums work, that we've been on. hearing, you know, like on most recent one hour and 30 minutes
0: right it's a long album
1: it's a long album you know this is 30 minutes i recommend anyone who loves you know melodic reggaeton who likes trap to go listen to it because i think it it kind of like angel said has a little bit of everything mm-hmm. okay and then angel why don't you then tell us his style of music and the top five songs we
0: picked yeah so we really like to categorize Ga with the trap with the extreme melodic sound it's so soulful and you guys have to go ahead and listen to him because he has a whole bunch of different mixes when he sings he can go from rapping to very very melodic and very soothing and just a voice and the, you know basically the way he flows right i think
1: he has one of the best voices in the in the movement you know i haven't heard anyone that can match you know the high notes that he hits right and that melodic flow that you mentioned i don't in, in my opinion i don't think anyone matches that in the male category now females it's a different story but we'll get to that later
0: right um so go coming in at number one again not in any specific order number one the song that really took them into the mainstream is "Loca" the "Loca" remix actually with bad bunny and kasu and dookie yeah this song again we covered over it last episode it is such a giant impact what it took them to on an extreme different level really put them out there yeah um number two is como le digo personally one of my favorites from um yeah i I really love that song i
1: don't blame you bro that is a fucking amazing song love it
0: it was actually the first song that i listened to from yeah yeah i loved it um it's such a great song it is um number three uh, um let me tell you this song is on a different level of I can't even explain
1: it. It's the build-up. Uh-huh. It's the build-up. Like, literally, it starts slow, then starts building up little by little. And the thing is, it's, the you music, know, it's a sad song. Right. You know, there's sad lyrics, but right. for some reason, when I listen to it, like, I get hyped. Mm-hmm. It's like, because the build-up, and right.
0: boom, and then it then just, like. Boom, it drops, and it mm-hmm. hits. It's the instrumental. Whoever produced that. I think it was Asan. Was it? Yeah. A beautiful song. Dimelo, Loved Asan. it. Yep. Um, number four, Tengo Treinta featuring Duki, Casu, Neopestea, and Talagoya. That is an amazing song as well. Love it's it. It's trap. You guys right. want some trap? Listen to this go shit. Go ahead and listen to that one. Because like we said, he has his metal, his melodic songs, but at the same time, he can rap. Yeah. Which is, this is a trap song. Tengo treinta pa fumar, uh, un litro pa, pa Oh, uh, shit. That go goes hard. Ma. That is a good song. I love it so much. Number five, Creo Que. What do you think about that one?
1: That's one of the lead singles from Trapicheo. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite song, personally, from Trapicheo. It's really good. Um, it's more. I would, I would say, in this one, he he combines both. You know, the, his trap, right, and melodic like roots, mm-hmm. and he builds it together to make like a really good like build up track, with like good breaks in between, right. You know, so he's like rapping, you know, then singing, and then you know he builds it up, and then you know the beat drops. It's it's really good. I recommend it a lot. So Angel, why don't you tell us about artist number no. four then?
0: Artist number four, and let me just say a personal favorite of Taz right here. Oh, yes. Beautiful lady.
1: Anyone who knows me knows that I love this girl.
0: Let me just say, and I think we can both agree on this one, yeah. that she is the real trap queen. The queen of trap.
1: Easily. I think she's the queen of reggaeton. I don't think oh, anyone yeah. can match her right now.
0: No one can match her. Anyone who says different, to each their own. Carol? Ka- yeah, no, definitely not. Nati? No. Becky G? I love Becky, but no. But yeah, none other than Casu. Casu. And full name, Julieta Emilia, which is a beautiful name, by the way. Casuchelli,
1: um, bro. That is a beautiful ass name. It is, right? right?
0: It is so cool. I loved it. She's um, 26 years old. She was born December 16th of 93. And please forgive me if I get this wrong. I'm going to go ahead and let Taz say this one. Ludizma
1: hui hui i think that's how you say it <laughs> i love that place oh um, it's in argentina obviously
0: it's such a, yeah, it but it's hu- such a hu-
1: cool Le name my hui hui i don't know if i said that right
0: uh, that's my, please right please correct us if we're wrong and you know, I said, the people know.
1: that are listening to us from argentina por favor dinos como decirlo porque no sé si la cague <laughs>
0: <laughs> la desma hui hui <laughs> hui 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 <laughs> hui i love it um currently she has 6.7 million followers on instagram which makes her the top female one so far i believe if i'm not wrong um, when it comes to followers on instagram spotify she is a month she pulls in 4.3 million monthly listeners um which is also really great especially since she's building her you know her music career up of currently course, right yeah. now she was so before trap she actually had her start with cumbia and rock which is really surprising like, when you think about it, Cumbia, right? She yeah. had her start there. Um, and in our opinion here at um, Urbanathon, we think that she is the queen of trap, like we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, we also linked to... Uh, she also may or may not have. We don't know this. It was not confirmed by herself. Mm-hmm. But we do link and have speculations that she did go out with fellow um, artist Bad Bunny. Yeah.
1: I saw them at a concert. I don't know what country it was in. Mm-hmm. But they kissed like on stage, so they kissed. Take, take,
0: they <laughs> Frenched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they Frenched. She stuck her tongue down her throat <laughs> in front of 40,000 people. So I don't know what you gotta say about that. Honestly, yeah, you take that as it is. So continue, Angel.
0: <laughs> so she was actually inspired by her father to become a musician after he too was one. I believe he did Kumbia as well, maybe. Um, but she was very inspired by that. Uh, so who else to be inspired by by your own parents, right? Yeah. You have the influence by them. Um, she has previously studied um, graphic design. And also she moved after graphic design. She moved to. Um, no, I'm sorry. I Mix this up. She went to cinematography first, I believe. And then she moved over to Buenos Aires to study in um, graphic design. So that's basically where she ended up staying in and Buenos Aires. And that's where she got the whole inspiration to start going into the trap scene. So her albums, um, Taz, you want to go ahead and go over albums and songs?
1: Yeah. So in terms of albums, Kasu has released two studio albums. In 2016 or 2017, she released Maldades, which I think is a it's a good album. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. I think in that album, she does a good job of... You, I think you see more of her melodic side, for sure. Yeah, definitely a lot of you know, um, really good melodic tracks on that album with a hint of like trap. I don't think she's really developing into her trap side yet. Um, a good song on that album that I can think of is, like, where she spits, you know, straight fucking fire. It's Chapiadora.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then El Don as well. It's got, it's got, like, a really good, like, you know, upbeat type of thing. You know, you can play in the car. You know, you're just jamming. Right. Uh, R.A.P. is, like, you know, that one combines, like, a really good flow of, like, you know, she's rapping, but it's, like, a really melodic, like, slow beat. Right. You know what I mean? So... That's a really good album. And then she also came out in 2019 with Error 93, which I think is the best project she's put out yet, about 30 minutes long. I know personally I've talked about that album before a lot, mm-hmm. and if you haven't listened to it at this point, then I honestly don't know what you're doing with your life. Please, for the love of God, go listen to that album. I don't know. It's just, it changed my life, which just sounds stupid to say, but yeah, it changed my <laughs> life It saved me. <laughs> You know, people are <laughs> like, Travis, God saved me.
0: He saved me. Casu <laughs> saved me. <laughs> Get out of my room, mom. I'm listening to Casu right now. It's like, me va a salvar Casu. Casu, baby. Casu, que Casu. It's like, is it a pot? <laughs> She's like, is it a pot? Is it a strain of pot? <laughs> it's a
1: colander. So in terms of the songs that we recommend that you guys go check out, Number one, nada with Raul Alejandro, Liano and Daleks. I think this is definitely one of her more complete songs. And I think the features on this song perfectly match the whole vibe. And check out the music video too. I think it's really cool as well. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then number two, I mentioned before, it's called Chapiadora. Straight fucking trap song. Like she's it, it, she just delivers exceptional bars and her flow is absolutely insane. Like she raps like super fast. Uh-huh. I don't know where the hell she got that from, but, like, I did not expect that the first time I listened to it. I was completely thrown off. So, please, guys, check out Chapiadora. Number three, Bounce. Bunchet, bunchet, she just bunchet, came bunchet. out with that right now. Honestly, the song is really empowering towards women. It is. If She's you really look and listen to the lyrics, women. Yeah, she is. it's very empowering. Like, I like that a lot, you know.
0: I like the song, too. Bunchet,
1: Here's the thing. Bunchet, Kasu bunchet. is really big into, you know, women's rights. Yes. You know, empowering women. Yes. And that's good. I love we that. need that in the industry. Yes. I think what Gasu proves as well is that you don't have to dress like the cookie cutter, you know, kind of reggaetonera, you know, pop star, you know, you got to no be like. No gi G. I'm, you got to be like. on her. Exactly. You got to be, you know, like thick as fuck, you know. Right. You know, thick dive save lives, right, you know. Right,
0: exactly. She does not give a shit about any of that. She does her and she does her for the women's right movement, basically. Like which she, I love that.
1: Like she gets like a side fade. Right Dresses, like, emo, e-girl type of vibes. Like, what other artists do you see doing that right now? No offense to any of these other women, but do you see that? No. Do you even see that in the American music industry, really? Billie Eilish, you can say, is, like, more, you know, goth. But, like, who else?
0: Goth, cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't really see it. It's very empowering towards women, which I I love. It is. We love that. Number four, then, 14, uh,
0: part three. That's Um, such a... (laughs) Song. i was listening to that the other day i wow. was like going to bed i put that song on put my headphones on i was listening it's to that sad. I'm like, dude it's so sad you feel if you like, want something you can like you, know? you can
1: cry to this is it <laughs> like, like if you don't miss your you? ex or even you don't like let's say like you don't even have an ex you're gonna miss your ex that's how like sad and powerful this song is really good yeah it's so good like like i think here she shows off that she's capable of showing her vulnerable side being mm-hmm. emotional right you know, like and like you feel the emotion. You're just like you do. Wow.
0: You hear it in her voice. You you hear the pain. Right. So if anyone who likes music that really makes, I know, I know. Last time our guest Stella said she really likes music to make her cry. She <laughs> if does. listen to this. Go listen to that song. One of those songs.
1: It is. It definitely is. Okay. And the number five, another one as well. That's really sad. Mhm. Invokes the same feelings and emotion we just said about Catorce. It's it's called Mentiste. Basically, she just talks about you know how. Someone she was in a previous relationship with, you know, was just a liar. You know, me mintio, me mentiste. So if I were you guys, go check out those two. If you want to cry, eat some Ben and Jerry's, whatever you do.
0: (laughs) Ben and Dewey's. They they actually got arrested, did you hear that? Yeah, for protesting. For protesting. Good for them. Good for them.
1: Doing something right.
0: All right, so
1: Angel, why don't you go over her style of music then?
0: so her style of music is very hard trap with an amazing amazing i cannot emphasize that enough amazing melodic vocals okay um sometimes she's really vulnerable with her music but the good thing is is that she really shows a side of her that she can either go she can either be a bad fucking you know like bad pajama exactly bad bitch. hell yeah right or she can go ahead and show her her open side she's open to that in her music which i really like that um that's basically how we categorize how, how she is. She can go hard trap and she can go very open melodic.
1: Number five then, Neopistea. Number five. So this is the guy who can kill someone with just his thumb, <laughs> a.k.a. the Joker.
0: The <laughs> Joker, oh, the one from uh, Suicide Squad. Dude, yeah. I'm saying he looks just like him.
1: I'm not going to lie. Neopistea is very scary. He looks like He looks like he's killed someone. But we'll Let's find out if he makes good music or not.
0: Kill him with a rusty spoon.
1: <laughs> a rusty bat. <laughs> so his full name is Sebastian Chineyanto. He's twenty five years old. He was born on October fifth of nineteen ninety four in Buenos Aires. Currently has one point three million Instagram followers and one point six million monthly listeners on Spotify. And background on Neopistea, he formed the band or, like, a group with Dookie and this other guy we're going to talk about, EC. Well, we've already talked about Isia and how important he was to the genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they began to make a name for themselves as Modo Diablo, which is the name of their group. Nail began his career uh, just making freestyles and then posting them on the YouTube. And then he was heavily influenced by Wiz Khalifa and Young Thug. Which makes perfect sense, because if you actually listen to Neopistea's music, you have no idea what the fuck he is saying, much like Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree?
0: He said, yeah, uh, yo quiero ser como Young Thug.
1: I can't understand a single word Young Thug says when I
0: listen to his music. Half the time, I don't know what he's saying. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I realized... um I know when I was reading an article about him, I said he was also influenced by Cypress Hill, you know, the rap group, like, back in the 90s. -hmm. Have you ever heard any of their music?
1: I don't think I have, honestly.
0: Like, some of the, like, let's just say um, one of the artists, part of the group, Be Be Real, he does a lot. Like, when he raps, he does a lot of the voices, actually, that Neo uses. Like, you have to listen to the way they flow and the way they use their voice. It's very, it can go high pitch and it's very, he extends his words. And I've noticed Neil tends to do that sometimes. So I don't know, maybe that can be like an like a huge influence that he got from there as well.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. He probably just never, not written or accredited that he does, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt that he, you know, was inspired by them. Right. So Angel, why don't you tell us his top five tracks and his style of music?
0: Yeah. Um. So he is currently one of the founders for the KMD label music. Um, so he has songs such as "Tumbando Club," the remix featuring Obi Wan Chat, Kea, Casu, Luch,o um, Duki, Isia, uh, Cerero, um, and the uh, crew, and um, and the uh, Cooking Montana. Don't quote, don't quote me wrong if I got that wrong. No, you um, got them all right, actually. So let me just tell you, when this song goes on, dude, this is this is a really. Very extremely hard song. I love it so much. Like it I want the audience to guess feeling. what we were
1: listening to before we went to the bar. It yeah. was Tumbando Club. I, uh, literally we were about to tumbar the fucking bar. That's what we were about to do. <laughs>
0: literally pulled up and all here is the the fucking boom, boom, the, the whole base of the song. Dude, this song goes it goes hard, man. I love this song. It is long. It is catchy. It goes very hard. Everyone's verse is extremely well. Mm-hmm. I love it. Beautiful song. Tra- number-
1: son tus putas, tipo, club. Hey, go listen to it.
0: Amazing song. Number two, Cuevo. Um it's, uh, featuring Duki and Isia. Um so it's basically the Modo Diablo gang, right? Um good song. Very you know, it was a very good song. Um I liked it, personally liked it. Um I thought it really showed, you know, the style of the crew, how they got together, how they're doing their own song. Um number three I'm going to go ahead and let Taz say this one because I don't know how to pronounce this shit. I always have trouble with it.
1: Yeah. Number three is Rivotril. That's like, so like number three, number four, Mario, and number five, Criminal, mm-hmm. are all trap songs. Right. So I'm going to okay. let you guys know that right now. They're all trap songs. Nails not the type to be doing no like melodic shit like that, like yeah, and Casu. That's not his style. Not at so all. So if you're looking for like straight, like trap, like honestly, just think like of a Spanish young thug. But yeah. I think he just has a bit more clarity in his words. Right. he's a little bit easier, at least for me to understand. Um, that's kind of like how I can describe 3, 4, and 5. But they're all great tracks. I think Mar- Mario is cool because he's like basically just rapping about Super Mario and how he moves bricks of cocaine.
0: Mario. <laughs>
1: and as of now, for any albums, he hasn't come out with anything. He's no. just kind of released you know, singles. But who knows, an album may be um, coming up anytime soon. So, mm-hmm. Angel, why don't you tell us about Artist number 6?
0: Artist number six, one of the artists, youngest artists on here, um, Lucho, a.k.a. Luchito, right? Full name is Luciano, uh, Nahuel Vega. He was currently 18 years old. Birthday is April 30th of 2002. So he's a young motherfucker. He's a young one, of course. Young he's, blood. He, young blood. Um, of course, as you guys guessed it, he's also from the city of Buenos Aires. Um, Instagram followers, totally. He has 1 million followers, Spotify listeners. He's got around 900,000 monthly listeners. Um, So he's just another Quinto Escalon graduate, basically. Again, we love to use that term. He was 14 when he began his rise in the freestyle community, guys. Literally, we were listening to his freestyles the other day. He was young before his balls even dropped, man. Yeah,
1: dude, his voice was... Higher than a dude, kite.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Dude, he, he actually went really hard when he freestyled. So yeah. To 14 years old. He was really creative. That, can
1: you imagine getting bodied by a dude whose balls haven't even dropped yet? And he's talking about fucking your mother and sister.
0: Exactly. And that he was bodied savage. those people. He bodied that guy. He it bodied was... Litkila. Litkila, yeah. He
1: shouldn't have won that rap battle.
0: No, it was definitely Luchito that yeah. won that one. You
1: guys should check out uh Quinto Calon, like they have like all their videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can check out like everyone, like back in the day when they were getting started. There's some really good ass freestyles.
0: Right. Um. Unfortunately, we really couldn't dig up that much more information from him, um, let alone because again, he is young um, and he's still rising right now. Uh, so he, but the thing about him is that he really left such a huge impact in the freestyle community and uh, now he's starting to make it into the trap scene. He does have two albums currently out there Nivel and Sangre again, Young Blood, right? Um, his style of rap is very trap, auto-tuned a lot, but it works for him. Go ahead and give us his, uh, his five songs that we picked as. Yep. Yeah.
1: so number one uh, is Jimmy Fallon, but the remix actually just came out this past weekend at the time of recording, so I'm going to change it right now and say the remix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the remix is with Serio, Duki, and Kea, so you guys should check that out. It's a really good song. It badass. It's badass. It's super catchy. It's, it's super, super catchy. fucking catchy. And
0: the way it flows,
1: dude, I love it. I love that song. It's so catchy, man. You guys got to listen to that shit. Um, what I really like about Luchito, too, is, like, if you, like, listen to his early music, like, you literally, you're, you're like, going through puberty with him.
0: <laughs> you are. You really are. You're
1: going through the changes. So, like, in one song, maybe his balls are dropping a little bit, and then he's starting to get, like, fucking, like, dick hair or some shit. Like, I don't know. Pubies. Like, he's getting some pubies or some shit. So, it's, like, it's so cool how you can kind of hear him evolve, like, puberty-wise. So right, it's cool. He's thinking like, like
0: this, and it's like, I want to go fucking play some baseball type <laughs> You know what I mean? As the his voice goes up and down. It's pretty cool.
1: Alright, and then number two, Entrap, That's a good song from Sangerhoven. It it's really catchy. Super, super catchy song. Number three, Bisa Up Music Sessions, volume twenty six. I really We're, like that one. Yeah. It's it goes really hard. We'll explain more. Um, about Bizarrap and what his impact is in in the, you know, Argentina trap scene. Mm-hmm. But just know every time you hear Bizarrap music sessions, that's where it comes from. Uh, and then number four, Diamante and Marfil. And number five, Intro 17. So, Angel, why don't you start by saying, talking
0: about number seven on the list, CRO. His full name, Tomas Manuel Campos. He is currently 21 years old, born September 11th, 1998, and he is from... I'm gonna botch this one up. My Argentinos, please do not beat me up. But I will say it is uh Neoken, Neokin. So I Neil, I think it's Neoken. Neoken, right? I think. So he's from the city of Neoken. Um Instagram followers, he currently holds one point five million Spotify listeners. He racks in two point one million monthly listeners. He previously held the name Craquero, which a um,
1: bum ass name.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm so happy that he switched over right um so he was already he basically has already been tiptoed into the music industry before he really started blowing up but he had rose through the rap battle scene He's a member of Banderos um, with Homer, Homer, El Mero, Mero, which Banderos actually used to be a bigger group of like him and four other people. But currently now it's just him, Homer, El Mero, Mero. Music video for Hijo de la Noche with ECI and Duki was viewed 50 million times on YouTube in its first year, which is pretty impressive to be an artist who's not out there yet. Right. Yeah,
1: that was pretty good for starting off. Very impressive.
0: Right. Um, he also went, quote unquote, steady with Kasu, as Taz likes to say. <laughs> I love saying that. He's he went like, steady. He's like, they're going steady. <laughs> Basically, that means that they dated. Um, currently, as we can see, they're not dating no more. Yeah. Taz, I'm sorry if you're jealous. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'll beat his ass. Beat his ass. No, um, he actually looks really tall. Who knows? He, he towers over you. He probably So, uh, um, Taz, help me go over these albums and these uh, musics and his style that we picked.
1: All right, yeah. So albums he has released five forty two or cinco cuatro cuatro dos. Uh, I personally have not taken a listen to it since we were listening to so much music before we could. But that's an album I definitely want to check out as soon as we're probably done recording. Uh, Style very melodic, you know melodic lyrics. Mm -hmm. If like I would definitely say like more of an emo rap type of vibe. I can really compare him to like Lil Skies. Right. I think that's a good comparison. So if you guys are familiar with Lil Skies and his type of vibe and music, I would say Se is pretty similar to that right so top five songs we're gonna pick number one after house with kasu
0: fucking love that song you know how how, since you showed me that song i cannot stop bumping that song really
1: it's good right it's so catchy dude it makes me feel like i'm at a club or something it's like it's got like an early 2000s like club vibe
0: i was saying that it's got a lot of like rihanna type music vibe like her her 'o nine era type
1: shit dude i just think of a club Mm-hmm. Like some house music. It's that type of vibe. And then you mix in Kasu's like melodic voice in there like towards the end. It really ties the song all the together. Song, yeah. yeah. And then number two, Bizarrap music sessions, volume 29 really goes hard here with, you know, delivers really good you know trap vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, equal that I Noche with IC and Duki. really I good like song, song as well.: It is a good song. Number four, "Fuck love with Duki. Great song as well. We're going oh, through a breakup. No. And number five, Reina, amazing song as well number eight in terms of our artist is none other than the fucking man himself the man who started this out there would be no tribe de argentina without this man right here eca full name alejo acosta age 21 born july 12th of 1999 in buenos aires currently holds 1.2 million instagram followers and 1 million monthly listeners on spotify so we've covered ECI a little bit before, but just to give you a quick refresher, he is the founder of El Quinto Escalón. Without Quinto Escalón, without ICA, it I think it creates like a really difficult problem for traperos in Argentina to become big. Right. What would you say, Angel?
0: And that is true. It is basically the whole foundation of what started this whole trap scene in Argentina. You know, if I can say that.
1: Exactly. But unfortunately, El Quinto Escalón had to end in 2017. ...due to creative differences with his partners. Mm-hmm. So he also has a son named Bruno, which we found out... And I don't know, I thought that was kind of cool. Shout out to Bruno. Shout out to Bruno, man. And then he also formed uh, Modo Diablo with Duki and Neopistea. So he started that group. So in terms of his albums, he's released Artesana 247 and Echo a Mano. So Angel, why don't you tell us then his style of music... ...and some of the songs that we picked.
0: Man, you see, uh, whenever he goes on the mic... Let me just say, he is high-intensity flow. Energy. High energy. Like, the way, I really don't want to compare him to this, but if I can compare him to an American rapper, I would have to say 6 9 You know the way 6 9 is always with yelling? The way better lyrics. High, yes. He's always yelling. He's always hype. It's always high-intensity flows. That's exactly how ECI is, except with better lyrics, better words, right? Man, he's just, he, he's a monster on the mic, right? Yep. Um, so coming in at number one is Sin, uh, Sin Conexión, featuring Correxion. Bobby, which yeah. is a good song. I love that. song It's a good a lot. song.
2: Um,
0: number two, Full Ice, another great song that he had. Uh, number three is Trajo unos um, Tangos, which I is, think that's my that's my personal
1: favorite. It's, it's interesting. It's, it is so interesting because so like if you guys don't know, Tango is like was invented in Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and like if you guys don't know what like kind of like the music sounds like. Like, just look up, like, tango, like, like, I don't know, melodies right. on YouTube. And, like, you'll, you've probably listened to, like, some yeah. type of melodies, yeah. like, throughout your life. Right. So then what, he, what ECR does here is that he mixes trap beats with a tango beat. Uh-huh. And it's like, how the fuck is this going to mix? But it's he does tango. it beautifully. Right. And it's like, it, he goes off, man. I,
0: I think this is personally one that of my favorite cool. songs. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Tesla's Tango. Dumbass. <laughs> uh, number four, um, Todo Te Oro. Um, number five, Dame Drogas. Dame Drogas
1: was a freestyle. It was like the first song he ever made. He goes fucking hard. It's a freestyle, so you can imagine how hard he goes right there. But if there's another song I can mention as well, where like you really feel his high intensity, like straight off the bat, to man club. Tumano when it's his verse, club.
0: yeah, he does. He no holds back. Goes fucking hard on his. Yeah, verse. he goes
1: hard as fuck. All right, so number nine then, the man, the myth, the legend, John C. Miami. And not John Z. With John Z. Not John Z. John C. Cono fe. Se de culo. <laughs> 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 Just to help out our audience, man. All right, why don't you tell us um, some s- quick fire facts about my boy, John C. Mommy.
0: Quick fire facts. I'm gonna go ahead and say his name is John. Who knows what his last name is? Because we really could not we, find. Yeah, any dude. We information we could, It was guy. really hard to
1: find information on John C. Man. He's we don't know his name.
0: He's still really new. Yeah, really new guy, really unknown guy. But what we do know is that he's currently 20 years old, born August 13th of 1999. So same year as we were born in. Uh, He's from Buenos Aires, as you guys can guess already. Um, Instagram followers, he only has 700,000 followers. So he has not hit that 1 million mark yet. Which
1: is pretty good because he's only been around for about a year.
0: Right, exactly. He's done everything within this year right um spotify he racks in 1.3 million monthly listeners which is pretty solid it's pretty solid for someone that really doesn't have any background info on Mm -hmm. him um so we honestly couldn't find much on john c all we can find is that he started writing songs at 16 years old um especially with um san Oventa being his first big hit which i that song's so cool I, i last week or the week before, actually, when we did part one. That was actually my song of the week, Senoventa. Yep. Um, Cenoventa. Yeah. Senoventa, Senoventa, Llego cenoventa, la para pa la Senoventa. Ooh. But you should really know that if you're looking for an artist that can rap and is as amazing as flow as John C., he is your guy. Um, he's been coming up for the past two to three years. He's going to be big artist in the trap scene, so keep an eye out for that, okay? <laughs> um, Taz, go ahead and give us our quick albums, style, and the music that we pick.
1: Yeah, so like Angel said... In the next two to three years, I think John C. is going to be one of the biggest guys in the trap scene in Argentina. So you guys better look out for him. So albums, he actually just released an album, ironically, called Artista Desconocido. <laughs> so, like, he's recognizing that not a lot of people don't know about him. Amazing right. album, by the way. fits right fucking bars on that shit. His style of music, one of the best flows I think I've ever seen in any Argentinian trapero. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes hard. He is it's fast.
0: John, he's the John C. of Argentina.
1: Yeah, he literally is. Like, his his flow is fast. It's explosive. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like jabbed. Right. He's like attacking the fucking mic. And it's so amazing. So I expect a lot of great things from John C. So number one, his best, best song to date, I think, so far. c remix with Reno, Bobby, and Neo Pistea. Number two, Bisa Rap Music Sessions, volume 18. Number three, Hira with Bobby and Omar Varela. Number four, Relax. So like numbers one through three are all like hardcore, you know, trap songs. But Relax is, like, kind of, he takes, like, a like a step back, a little break from that. And he, like, still delivers bars, but it's way more slow down. It's not, like, a faster flow that he usually has. And then number five, he actually did a remix to Panda, which goes hard as fuck. So if I honestly, like, go listen cool. to that shit. That it goes hard cool. as fuck. I'm not even going to lie. He did a really good remix to that shit. Number ten, Angel. This is actually one of Angel's favorites.
0: Man, Nick, if you're listening, let me take you out on a date. I'll take you out to go eat some SpaghettiOs or some shit. We'll have a nice spaghetti light dinner, even though I don't like spaghetti. Fuck spaghetti. Um, I don't know why she wouldn't say yes to that. Right. <laughs> but really don't. So, n- why don't you tell us, Angel, who oh, artist man. number 10 is? Number 10, Nikki fucking Nicole. Nikki Nicole. She is, she's my girlfriend, basically. She just don't know it yet. Um,
1: I feel you. That's how I, I am with Kasu. She's my girl, but she don't know it.
0: She don't know. They just don't know it yet, man. But Nikki Nicole, man. Beautiful fucking lady. Full name, Nicole Denise. Cuco, which is I actually think it's a pretty cool last name. Cucco.
2: <laughs>
0: Cucco. Uh, she's currently nineteen years old. Her birthday was August twenty fifth of two thousand, so happy early birthday. Um she is from Rosario, um, Argentina, which is again, um different from buenos aires right yeah uh, instagram she has 3.7 million followers spotify she also has 3.7 million monthly listeners and she rose to fame with her song uh guapo Traque- uh, traquetero which sorry is a hard name and made her famous in which basically that song made her famous in two months it made her what she was right yes and her song Bizarre Music Session Volume 13 even charted top 3 in the Argentinian Billboard charts so she even had a steady romance with Gaia so they went steady they went steady which, I mean, it kind of sucks because I like yeah too. So Yeah, yeah it, it they broke up, cool. though. They're not together cool. anymore. It's okay, yeah. Okay, I forgive you. No, I'm kidding. Don't no <laughs> <that>. mess. <laughs> so she had always been, um, been interested in music since when she was a kid. So she knew that she always wanted to be in the music scene, okay? So she has had music videos. Let, let's just say, uh, for example, Light Years that reached 1 million views within just a couple hours of the drop, okay? Which is very impressive. You really do not see people making 1 million views within a couple hours of dropping a video unless they've already been famous for who knows how long, right? Exactly, yep. And she's really not in, She's not on that level yet. Uh, and she repeated her success when she had released the song, uh, and Yes, yeah, see- it's a recent single. It is a recent single. It came out this month, uh last month in May, and it received 1 million views again, and the music video had finished dropping like 24 hours, and she already hit that million, okay? So for her to do that back-to-back, man, that is such a huge ordeal, you know? That's, that's something that's huge to hit a million views within a couple hours of dropping a video, and she did that twice. Song, uh, I mean, it was the most listened to song in Argentina for um, about a week, maybe more. Um, but that, again, that's also impressive that she had that level of impact. So Nikki won two awards at the Spotify Awards for the Radar Trap Artist and the most listened to artist um, on consoles. Okay,
1: I don't really know what consoles means. like, what do they mean? like xbox I, I,
0: yeah that's exactly what i thought because i mean i have the i have the app on it you know i have xbox, the app on it right? too that's why i'm wondering that's what i thought um but keep in mind nikki did all of this within a year in 2019 exactly that is so impressive it is impressive and she's about to turn 20
1: so like before she can even have a drink legally legally in the united states
0: she's already making money she she's already famous. making
1: money she's pulling views on youtube Impressive, man. That is Round of applause.
0: Very impressive. I love you. No <laughs> uh, Dez, impre- tell us her albums tell us her style and the songs that we picked from her.
1: Okay So her albums she's only she just released an album actually called Recuerdos. really good album highly recommended 100% her style is It's interesting. I would say she's more like Paulo Londra in terms of like they have they kind of have their own unique style they don't really fall under a certain category. But if I were to kind of categorize it so people can get like a little bit of an idea of what she sounds like, I say like indie, indie mm-hmm, type of vibes. Definitely. That's what I'm getting from her. Uh, she has a beautiful voice, you know, capable of hitting really high melodic notes. Right. Um, But her flow, she can rap a little bit, you know, she's not going to, you know, spit bars like Kasu. Right. But she'll definitely, you know, give you, you know, like hints of rap here and there. I think she's had really good collabs for her career so far. So, number one, we're going to go with her song, Colocao, which is her most recent song. Um, Really good. I think this is where she shows more of her, you know, rap, you know, type of vibe that she's got going on, but Mm -hmm. also bringing, you know, what she know, what the public knows her for, and that's that amazing singing that she offers. Number two, Bizarrap Music Sessions, Volume 13. Really amazing song. This is a song that kind of, like, made her famous, and the song I listened to the first time that made me get into her music. Uh, Number three, Como Dímelo with Casu. So you can imagine how this song is going to be if that you're going to combine two of the most song. successful girls in Argentina I love that to make song. one amazing song. And that's exactly what happened with this. It's right. an amazing-ass song, like Angel said. So number four, Me Gusta and Siete Lunas. All amazing songs. Definitely more singing. Not a lot of rap in those. So if you you know want to look for someone who's more trap, right? maybe Nikki Nicole isn't the, the one for you. But for anyone that wants to hear just some really good singing... I have to give Nikki Nicole a check, so make oh, sure yeah. you guys go check her out.
0: One thing that I do want to point out is that I know we had compared Nikki Nicole to Billie Eilish a lot. Yes. I want to say her style, you know, I mean physically, you know, physically like the clothing that she wears, the way she does her hair, uh the accessories she wears, but then style as well as the way she sings and the way she uses her instrumentals and the music, everything like that, she is basically the Latina version of Billie Eilish. And I think I she agree. has heavy, heavy influences from her.
1: I would agree. 100%. She's I, I love Billie too. She's my.
0: my Idol. She's Idol. your yeah. eyelash. She's my, she's my eyelash. She's
1: my eyelash.
0: <laughs> if Nicki Nicole's not single, I'll be like, hey, what's up, Billie? mess. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but let's move on to number eight, bro. Go ahead and give it to me.
1: Yeah, so number I 11. Mean, I mean, 11. In my bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Number 11, which is the last artist we'll be covering in depth, is known as Daquila. Four, full name, not f- it foreign name. <laughs> <laughs> full name Morena. <laughs> Fuck, dude. This is a really hard name. It is. It's Morena jo- jo- Habulich Habu- Habulich I think. All right, I think I got that right. All right. So she's 19 years old, born November 8th of 2000, and she's also from Buenos Aires. Instagram has 339,000 followers and 90,000 listens on Spotify. You know? This girl's only been around, honestly, for like. I Think less than a year, so it's pretty impressive that she has those kind of numbers, you know, for it being her first year, right? Uh, she's a technically a graduate from Quinto Scalon, but she never ended up performing because of that. She, she was a minor, or yeah, some shit it was like due that, due to
0: her being a minor. Which I mean, yeah, when you think about it, doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense because she was 14, yeah.
1: So I don't understand, you know, what r- the research we did, it shows that you know she was a part of Quinto Scalon
0: since the beginning, but she just never performed.
1: Yeah, but she was still a part of the whole uh, Argentina, you know, rap freestyle battle scene. So that's what allowed her to kind of have her own flow. Um, And I think she's one of the more accomplished artists in Argentina just based on their career lifespan. Mm -hmm. Because look at this. Um, She ended up becoming one of Argentina's most important female freestylers. She became so important to the point that Nike... Picked her to be the face of their campaign for the anniversary of the Air Force One.
0: Shout out to Air Force Ones.
1: I don't know about you, but that's fucking badass. For a woman to do that too, bro.
0: And I like Air Force Ones.
1: He does, actually. I think, are you wearing Air Force Ones right now? No, currently I'm
0: wearing my Adidas.
1: Oh, okay. He usually wears his Air Force Ones, that's why I asked him. He always wears them shits. She's participated in a lot of events and festivals in Argentina. You know, Lollapalooza being one of the biggest she's ever performed at. Dakila certainly has had a lot of accomplishments within a year, so I would say keep her on her radar, man. She's a really good artist. Angel, why don't you tell us a little bit about her album, style of music, and songs they can go check out?
0: Yeah, so currently, she um, unfortunately does not have any album yet, but guaranteed we're going to get one very soon. Um, her style is very melodic, and it's in-your-face type of trap. Um, you can really feel the attitude she possesses when she drops either Bar Per or Lyric Per Lyric. And then another thing that I like to say is that she's very, very open into her music. Like she really likes to open up and release her, whether it be feelings, what she's, um, anger, frustration. Anger, Exactly. She's very open and emotional when she's on the mic, um, which I really appreciate that and I love that. Um, so that's why we got, we went ahead and brought in her um, five songs that we, you know, feel were her one of her top five songs. Again, not in any specific order. Um, at number one is. Number one, yeah, it's, it's literally it's called number one. Yeah, literally called number one. Uh, number two, otra vez. Um, Flash, otra vez flashé. Flashé, okay. Um uh, so otra vez flashé. is my favorite song from her. With um, with Dil
1: Paris. It's re- I I really like this song. So like the, I don't know who the feature is, uh-huh. but he kind of starts off the whole song. You know, he's like singing. And then Daquila comes in and just delivers like you know some really good bars. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know how to describe it much in detail. You just got to listen to it, you know, to or, in order to understand you know the vibe I'm kind of putting out. But I think this is definitely my favorite song from her.
0: Number three is Pensaste Mal. Um, what did you think about that one?
1: Oh my God, yeah, this one's really good. That was a good so song. So this this one is uh, she switches flows, mm-hmm. which, uh, which if great. you guys haven't noticed, I love songs that switch flows. Right. You know, instantly wins me if you know they can execute it good. So yeah it's this one's definitely trap definitely trap she mm-hmm. fucking murders this shit actually i think she starts off singing and then switches mm-hmm. over to rapping which switched, i thought that yeah. was really cool
0: she switched the flow up mm-hmm. i like that um number four amor amor what do you think about that one
1: that one's good that one's more she's definitely it's a singing track from her mm-hmm. which i i like it you know
0: i appreciate it because of her voice yeah itself. she has a good voice she, she does, does have a good definitely
1: voice. does and then number five, five million which mm-hmm. is her most recent track more trap as well All right, guys, so that does it for like all the artists here in the Argentinian trap scene. All right, so now we're going to move on real quick to producers because no song is successful without great producers. And lucky for us, Argentina has some of the most amazing producers in the genre right now. So I'm going to get started. We're going to talk about Bizarrap. Bizarrap. So Bizarrap is one of the most famous producers in all of Argentina. In 2018, he launched his first of many freestyle sessions called bisa Up" music sessions like we talked about before with the channel only being three years old he's already amassed five million subscribers and more than 900 million views his music session with popular freestyler freestyler trueno has more than 107 million views alone and his session with nick nicole has 88 million views at a certain point he had 11 songs simultaneously on the top 200 charts in argentina making him the most heard ar- artist in all of argentina and I like to call him kind of like the Cole Bennett of the trap scene in Argentina. So if you guys don't listen to, like, rap really a lot, Cole Bennett, actually, um, from Illinois as well, he's from Plano, is, you know, a really big uh, videographer. He does mm-hmm. music videos for a lot of SoundCloud rappers. And the kind of thing in the community is if you don't get a music, if you're a SoundCloud rapper and Cole Bennett doesn't make a music video for you, you ain't shit. It's kind of like the same thing with Rap. Mm-hmm. If you're not having a freestyle session with Rap then, you know, who the fuck are you? You're not like that big yet. So once you get a freestyle with Bisa Rap, like that shit takes your platform, your artistry to a whole nother level. So that's why I think Bisa Rap is the most important, if not, if not the most. And I think the next guy here can definitely put
0: a run for his money. Angel, why don't you talk about the next? So our next huge producer, Omar uh, Varela, my bad. Um, better known as Young Flex is Young one Flex. of the exactly he's one of the top producers in the whole trap scene, the Argentina movement. Um, producing big hits such as "Loca" uh, with Kea Duki Casu, "She Don't Give a foe with Quea and Duki, um, Chepedora with Casu. Man, he makes such huge songs that you hear right now. Um, he's worked with many artists again, such as Casu, Kea um, Duki, Midel, Seven Kanye. Um, Bavi, Isia, Lick Killer, and many, many more artists. So he is the founder and CEO of Mueva uh, Records, one of the biggest record labels for producing amazing, amazing trap stars in Argentina right now.
1: Yeah, Young Flex, big game changer, man. He, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He put this shit on the map. All right, so the next producer we're going to talk about real quick is Juan Tomas Santo, better known as the legendary producer Asan. Dimelo, Asan.
0: Dimelo, Asan.
1: He currently is signed to Mueva Records as well, but is responsible for making some of the biggest hits in the Argentine tribe movement, such as Tengo Treinta, Goteo, Hit Boy, Realidad, just to name a few. If you guys want to check out all their song credits, you know, go to Genius, just look up the producers, you can see all the shit they've made. They made some fucking bangers, I'll tell you that. He has also produced Que Most Recent, Mixtape Trapicheo, where he made his debut as an artist as well. You know, like, not just, you know, producing, but he's actually, you know, singing as well. All right. And then the next and final producer that we're going to talk about is Fernando Ferrer, better known as 0600. So he's uh-huh. currently signed to uh, Neo Pistea's record label, KMD label. He has made a lot of well-known tracks, such as Tumbando Club Remix. Tumando Mostly Club works probably. with, like, Pablo Chili, another uh, trapero, but he's from Chile. Mm-hmm. Really good guy. He was in the song with Dookie, Hablamos Mañana, with Bad Bunny. Really good song, you guys should check it out. Um, works with Isia and Mike Southside just the name of a few artists. right. So that's a lot of information we just went over, right, Angel. It is, it is a, a lot, lot of artists. a lot. What do you think people should take? We gave them in terms of all these artists? What should they do with it?
0: I honestly would strongly recommend for you guys to go ahead and check out all these um, Argentinian rappers. They have so much potential going on, guys. like I swear it's gonna be the next big thing to blow up out of the whole trap scene. Um, With this information, I really recommend looking into all of these individual artists, checking out their top playlist on Spotify, look them up on Instagram, anything you guys want. Guys, I just really recommend you check these guys out. Like, open up your your mind and check them out. They're amazing. So, Angel, why don't we go over our Artist of the Week? Artist of the Week, none other than ECI. Go ahead and let's spit these bars one per one. What is number one, Taz?
1: Yeah, so we've already listed these songs before, but just to give you a little bit of a refresher, number one, Sin Conexion with Bavi. number two, Fall Ice, number three, Traje Unos Tangos, number four, Todo De Oro, and number five, Dame Droga. All right, and our songs of the week for this week, so my song of the week for this week is one that I mentioned, you know, keeping with the theme, you know, t- Traperos de Argentina. Well, I'm going to go with Jimmy Fallon Remix with Lucho, SSJ, Super Sangre Joven, Young Blood. Gaya, yes. Duki, and Cerro. Check out that fucking remix. Shit bangs.
0: Angel, um, my song of the week again. Keeping it with the with the Argentinian trap scene. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Palo Londra with Adani Eva. Man, let me just say, as soon as I started listening to Palo songs, amazing. I love the flow. I love how different it is. That's the thing, and I yes. love this song, Adani Eva. Guys, go get that one to listen.
1: So guys, thank you so much for listening. You know, our audience around the world has been growing, and it honestly just it amazes me how we're reaching, you know, new countries. Think, big thank you and big shout out to anyone who's listening to us in countries such as Nicaragua, España, Puerto Rico, Germany, Mexico, Ecuador, Costa Rica, Argentina, and of course, anyone who listens to us in the U.S. We couldn't be more grateful with how this thing is expanding. You know, we're, we're really happy about making this podcast for you guys, putting on you putting you guys on some new music, teaching you guys shit you didn't know about reggaeton. Alright, thank you guys so much for listening and checking out another episode of Urbanetón. Always remember, guys, listen to Kea and
2: Duca!